Hi there, this is Johnny Ganache. And it's Sir John. Blue Skywalker. And the Manster. And we're the team here at Pint O Comics, a wonderful podcast and radio show. And you are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time. For episode number 248 of the So Wizard Podcast, I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts this week are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hello. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Rakins. Bitch, please, you went to space. <laughs> you are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we're going to talk all the news from the last couple weeks that we've missed out on because we were busy reviewing the biggest movie of the year, Avengers Endgame, ending with the big release of Spider-Man, Far From Home's second trailer. But before we get into that, how is everyone doing this week? Mark Ellis Regans. How the hell are you? I'm good. I'm good. I had a good Cinco de Mayo, had some drinks, had some tacos, um, went to see Captain Marvel again. Because uh, I'm des- really, yeah, I'm desperately trying to get my friends to like get caught up in a, the uh, my friends who are not like geeky like me who haven't seen like all of the Marvel movies. I'm trying to like bring them aboard. So uh, yeah, once you cap the Marvel again, and I am absolutely convinced that there's going to be a young Avengers movie coming soon. I'm totally convinced of it now. Oh, there there's going to be. They they announced uh, Kate Bishop's a definite thing. We saw the teenage kid from. Uh who was the little kid from Iron Man 3. So he'll be Iron Lad. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we got to get some more people involved, but we're, we're almost there. We got two out of six. Yeah, I mean, there's Ant-Man's daughter. Um, right, there's Stature. So, uh, And, like, they, re- I mean, it, obviously it's going to be, like, years later uh, for Captain Marvel, but that little girl, like Monica Rambo, the camera lingered on her way too much for me to be like, oh, that's just like a, they're definitely planning something. Like there's something in a in the water, definitely with these characters. She's going to be a lot older, but I I know that they're they're planning something with her. Yeah, she'd be like thirty that now though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, I know. So maybe not young Avengers, but definitely something with that character. Middle age Avengers. <laughs> awesome, Aubrey. What's going on? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Um, I was disappointed with last night's episode of Game of Thrones. As but, was I. Yeah. But that's about it. That's about my week. I heard there you know was, what I was uh, really disappointed about for Game of Thrones. What's that? Uh, somebody spoiled the entire rest of the season on 4chan for me. So. Wow. <laughs> Are you sure that it's true? Yeah, it's true. The season leaked. Um, all the spoilers leaked. And then somebody was just going around posting them in random threads on boards that had nothing to do with tv film or fantasy so you'd be reading about wrestling and then somebody would just post all in cap locks over and over again all the spoilers i have a feeling i know what's gonna happen but i don't know hopefully they're fake because after reading them it was just like oh no oh no it felt like a waste of eight years (laughs) 
some that's ability. How, and that's how this week's episode of Game of Thrones felt. Is this gonna be Seriously. is this gonna be like lost all over again where everybody gets to the end and be like, boo. You know, that's actually what people are saying online. Is that they feel like it's gonna be that way. I don't know. It, I don't know if there's any giant magic bathtub stoppers involved, but Well, I'm sorry for all of the Game of Thrones fans, if that's the case. I bounced out after the Red Wedding, so I feel like I, I got out at a good time. <laughs> we'll always have the books. That's right. Yeah. All right, Joey, how are you doing, man? Well, other than those Game of Thrones spoilers, I'm fucking fantastic this week. Oh, yeah? Because I got approved for a press pass to New York Comic Con this year. <laughs> Cannot fucking believe it. Four years of trying. I didn't try the first year we were a podcast because I figured there was zero chance. But four years of trying and I finally got approved. <laughs> That's awesome. What alias did you use? <laughs> <laughs> I said my name was Steve. Uh, uh, I, oh, crap. I can't pronounce my own last name. I can't be Steve from Dinner to Podcast. <laughs> they called me and said, uh, sir, if you could just pronounce your last name to us, you can have your pass. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, like Mixopitalic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, actually, I wasn't even going to apply this year. One, because they rejected me uh, like three years in a row or four years in a row. And uh, this year I was only planning on going for one day. Yep. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to pay money for the ticket and walk around my friends. And then I was talking to our friends, uh, critics and uh, comic crusaders. Oh, and yeah. they were like, just apply anyway. Who cares? Just apply. They kept like trying to pump me up and be like, it's OK. You can do it. Like, you're a winner. <laughs> and I was like, all right, fine. So I just did it real quick one night when my break at work while I was bored. And then, like, two days later, I checked my email. And it's like, approved. I was like, what? So I was super happy. Now I'm super excited to see uh, how the hell this is going to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome, dude. Shout out to critics for uh, and uh, Comic Crusaders for helping you out. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be there. So hopefully I might get to hang around with them a little bit. I know some of our other friends are going to be there. Pine of Comics. Um, I want to say Superhero Speak is definitely going. I'm not sure who else is going to be showing up. So I'll definitely get to ball out with some other people. And now that I got approved, because I we weren't planning on applying anyway, maybe you guys can get approved and we can all go together. I did apply. Uh, I'm sure they're going to be like, no, we're only going to let one of you motherfuckers in this time. I honestly <laughs> wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. But you, both of you guys and Adam Wallyhawk applied. So good. So I get to have three years of rejection like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do. Awesome. Dude, I can't wait to go to New York Comic Con 2022. Yay. That's right. It'll be like you got snapped and you came back and went to Comic Con. <laughs> awesome. But that's it. That's the excitement of my week. Otherwise, working and sleeping. So let's dig into it mark ellis since every episode is someone's first why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more so wizard podcast all right so everybody can go to so wizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week uh you also find movie reviews from yours truly netflix and amazon streaming picks from our buddy the awesome adam Wallyhawk. uh you also find our merchandise there uh, you can purchase some of our t-shirts look good while you're representing the show uh, a great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping uh, through the link that we keep right on the website. You'll see an Amazon logo, the big A. Click on that A. 
go into Amazon, do your shopping, get the items that you want, and that way you'll be helping out So Wizard Podcast. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find us on a Stitcher radio app for your tablet or smartphone. We're on Podbean. We're on Google Play Music. And uh, you can also stream our show through Spotify. Um, we're also on Podcoin, a great way to listen to our show and earn points. And you can trade in for cash, which is uh, pretty cool. Uh, a great way to support our show is through our Patreon account, too. We do bonus episodes for all of our Patreon listeners. So definitely look at that. Uh, Patreon.com backslash so is a podcast. Uh, shout out to all of our podcasting buddies that are all over the world. Back to you, Joey. Sonic's arms are not freaking blue. <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit, but I guess we've got a lot to talk about. So let's get started with the news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, Mark Ellis, What's going on in the world of nerd today? All right. So this week in nerdy news. We know we were talking about getting the uh, Disney Plus streaming service before, uh, and now it looks like they've added another feather to that cap. Uh, possibility looks like we might be getting a sequel to the Willow movie from a uh, nineteen eighty something, ninety something. I don't know. It's the one with uh, Warwick Davis as Willow, Val Kilmer as Mad Mardigan, and it was a decent sized hit back in the day from from a uh, Lucasfilm. Not a Disney owns Lucasfilm. There's talk about them doing a TV show as a sequel to this with Warwick Davis coming back as Willow um, leading the show. I think this is a great idea. Uh, they did some sequel books called like Shadow Moon and Shadow Tracker back in the day. That was all about uh, the young baby from the movie that was uh, grown up into a princess, which is pretty cool. So uh, I'm very excited to see uh, Warwick Davis get some some work. Uh, honestly, and uh, see what happens with Mad Mardigan's kid, because you know what that's what it's going to be about. Uh, so we're already on board for Disney Plus. This sounds awesome. I'm ready for it. What do you guys think of uh, a Willow sequel TV show? Let's start with Aubrey. I didn't watch the first one. <laughs> you never, you never saw the movie at all. <laughs> no. That does not surprise me at all. Have you ever heard of it? <laughs> no. All right. So, all right. So. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe well, when, maybe when a trailer... it's been a while, Mark, but you know what you say when Aubrey hasn't seen the movie Willow? Oh my God! You just made the list. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know what, Aubrey? Um, you you might not remember this, but before there was a time where there was no such thing thing as uh, the Lord of the Rings movies, and the closest we got to it was probably the Willow movie. Like, I'll probably like it then. If it's like Lord of the Rings, I'll like it. It has like those kind of like ingredients. Like if you're making like a, a Lord of the Rings cake, some of the, <laughs> the same ingredients are in Willow. Um, so I I think that it, you might be cool with it. Except for it's more of a, a kitty kind of a comic booky type of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I think you might like it. It sounds like it. Yeah. Maybe you should re- read the uh, the description first <laughs> before we make you watch it. Um, Joey, how about you? Were you a Willow fan growing up? Um, I know I saw it yeah. and I don't really remember anything about it. Yep. And I have, I think I have it on DVD. <laughs> I literally have not watched it since I saw it in the movie theater. <laughs> wow. And I know I beat it 
Um, oh, so, <laughs> I'm sorry. Every what night. Um, no, I beat I beat the uh, video game version of it on Nintendo, but that's uh, that's it. I don't remember a goddamn thing about it. I know my wife thought Val Kilmer was really hot in it. I remember her telling me that when we had first started dating. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, my days of long hair are not ever coming back, so <laughs> I can't fulfill that fantasy for her. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't remember a goddamn thing about this movie in any way, shape, or form. I'll have to watch it again. I know I saw it in the movie theater. That's all I can remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was a baby, and there were no. Uh, there was a midget or excuse me, little person and uh, a guy with a skull mask. Oh yeah. There you go. That's it. And the toys sucked. I remember the toys were terrible. This is probably why I never really watched it again. Cause it didn't have cool toys. <laughs> it's definitely, it was one of those things where, you know, I was so like star Wars hungry that anything that said from Lucasfilm, I'm like, yes, I am there. I'm there. Day one, even Howard, the duck, even Howard, the duck. I was all about it. That movie sucked. But at the time I'm like, I don't care. George Lucas made it. I want it. That's all I all I cared about. But uh, yeah, Willow was definitely trying to catch that Star Wars lightning in a bottle in kind of a medieval Lord of the Rings type of setting, and it didn't quite work. Um, it was Ron Howard's one of his earlier movies too, uh, but I don't know how it hold up. It'd be fun to revisit that. I think it'd be cool. But uh, I'm definitely gonna get the TV show because I did read a couple of those books and uh, I like where they were going. So I'm definitely gonna watch it if it does come out in a TV show. Well, I'm definitely getting Disney Plus, so. You know, why not? I'm going to have to go downstairs and see if I still have that that DVD. Maybe I should rewatch this movie. <laughs> it's seen in, what, 30 years, 35 years? <laughs> All right. Okay, so speaking of TV shows coming to a streaming service, uh, we are, this is pretty much definite. Willow's kind of maybe. This one is a definite. Uh, we are getting a TV show based on Ghost Rider. Uh, and Ghost Rider will be portrayed by Gabriel Luna, the gentleman that played Ghost Rider on an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show from a few seasons ago. Uh, but this isn't connected to that show, ironically. Uh, he's back playing the same character, but not tied to it at all. All right. So what do you think of Ghost Rider, Joey? Um, it's I'm like tangently excited, I guess. I really liked him as Ghost Rider in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I thought he did a really good job. I liked the special effects. I thought everything with him was awesome. But, of course, this now means we're not getting a Ghost Rider movie in any way, shape, or form. And it's not a Disney Plus show, so it's, like, tangentially. I don't even know if I'm using that word correctly or pronouncing it correctly, but it's not, like, really part of the MCU. You know, it, like, Runaways is in the MCU, but it's not. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's a little like sad because, yeah, I would rather see like Ghost Rider in a movie again. That would be cool. I mean, they could do a cool Ghost Rider movie, but you, you can't have Nicolas Cage in it. You know? I was going to say some might argue that they've already done two cool Ghost Rider movies. I never saw the second one. So. <laughs> I've never seen I haven't seen either one of them. For, for some reason, every time I try to watch the first one, either the DVD skips or I fall asleep. <laughs> it's the universe trying to save you. Yeah, it's doing a good job. Um, why am I really bad? It? I saw it in the theater with Amanda. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she's ever forgiven me for that. <laughs> but I'll watch it. Why not? I have Hulu already, so let's do it. Do you think that they can keep up those special effects um, on a weekly or on a multi-episode TV show for Ghost Rider? Uh, 
depends on the budget, I guess. Yeah. Hope they'll probably be hanging out in a lot of warehouses and hallways. <laughs> it's the same scene of him, like his head catching on fire that they use over and over again. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. All right. So, Aubrey, you must have encountered Ghost Rider in some aspect, whether it's the Nicolas Cage movies or the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. How do you feel about a Ghost Rider coming back as a TV show? I did watch the Nicolas Cage Ghost Riders, and they they were Nicolas Cage-worthy movies. So, I, a show might be good. I don't know. They can't do much worse. I don't know. Runaways is doing pretty good. I think it was renewed for season three. So, you know, maybe they're on to something. Maybe uh, maybe this uh, Marvel TV on, on uh, Hulu is uh, going to reap some benefits. I know they still have, like, the animated shows that are coming out, too. Um, Howard the Duck and the Monkey, Spy Monkey, or whatever that was. Don't they have a full season of New Warriors that they haven't even released yet? I don't think so. Yeah, they filmed that. It had the AT&T girl, a squirrel girl. Oh, shit. I forgot all about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe they're saving that for Disney Plus, maybe? Oh, maybe. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. As long as we're still getting High School Musical, the musical, the <laughs> series will be okay. <laughs> colon, the musical, colon, the musical, colon, the series. That's right. <laughs> colon, the sequel. Version 2.0. <laughs> All right. Okay. So then in other um, Marvel news, take this information with a grain of salt. It looks like after being cut from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, we are actually going to get to see Beta Ray Bill in Guardians 3. Unconfirmed sources say that he does appear in the script for Guardians 3. And with Thor being uh, kind of the next member of the Guardians, I can definitely see how they'll titles together, uh, I, which is, is very interesting for me. I never, never read anything with Beta Ray Bill. I remember him from the... I want to say it's like the Planet Hulk cartoon that came out a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, yeah, I know people want to see him. And if he's that popular, I guess I want to see him too. So I think this would be kind of cool. Aubrey, how do you feel about Beta Ray Bill making his debut in Guardians Volume 3? I mean, I don't know too much. I'm yeah. with you, Mark. Yeah. Do you know what he looks like? No. <laughs> All right. We're, we're, we're going to take care of that after the show. Show exactly who Beta Ray Bill is. I'll Google it. There you go. Uh, Joey, you've got to be a Beta Ray Bill fan. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so you psyched about this? Kind of. I mean, this, how many characters are we shoe- shoehorning into this at this point? Because they're also saying Quasar as well. Mm-hmm. And and they're still going to do Adam. Adam Warlock. <laughs> say Adam Wally Hawk. Adam Wally Hawk. And the uh, gold people are going to be back. I can't remember what their name was. This Sovereign? Sure. Okay. And uh, we got to look for Gamora. And yep. <laughs> like, it's a lot of stuff to cram into a movie here. And Thor. Like, this, this is a lot. So. I thought Gamora was dead, dead. Well, yeah, but there's a 2014 version of her running around. I thought she disappeared when everybody else disappeared. Mm. She didn't get dusted. Yeah, that, uh, that seems to be. Uh... An ongoing theory. Some people think that she got dusted. Some people think that she didn't. Mm. Well, we didn't see a body and a certified physician did not come out and declare them dead. So that, those are the rules for comic books. <laughs> <laughs> and I figure if anyone would know if she's still alive, it would be Peter Quill. So and he's searching yep. for her. So he's got to know. It's got to be a plot thread. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I'd be super excited. Maybe uh, Thor is going to give him Stormbreaker. 
Yeah, because he has a weapon that kind of looks like Stormbreaker, right? Right. That's what his hammer is called in the comic books. Wait, wait, wait. Beta Ray Bill's hammer is called Stormbreaker? Yeah. Holy shit. So Thor just ripped him off. Well, yeah. I mean, it's all like, you know, from a certain point of view. (laughs) (laughs) Like they take cool things from the comics and like filter them into the movies somehow. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beta Ray Bill is definitely getting that, that axe. That's definitely happening. All right. Okay. So then in the last bit of news... And this is going to be something that we're going to be talking about a little bit later on. But um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but they're making a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it went under a little scrutiny when they were, like, teasing the images before regarding, like, his legs, his face, kind of. Uh, but we got our first look at the trailer, and uh, people were not happy with it. Uh, so much so that the director of the movie was like, okay, we know he looks bad. We're going to change this. We're going to redesign a character, which is strange because it's coming out in November. So I have a lot of thoughts about this, but I wanted you guys' opinion on not the trailer, but on the fact that the director is redesigning the character because of fan uproar. Let's start with Aubrey. I think that it is noble of the director to do that. I have said from the beginning, I felt like this was a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Just want to throw that out there. But I do think that it's actually, I think I think it's great that it shows that he's willing to put out the best that he can. And instead of just being like, you guys are all wrong, wait until you see it and then have it be a colossal flop. Like he's genuinely trying to make this a good movie. I can't be too mad about that. Okay. All right. Joy, what about you? And how do you feel about the, the director wanting to uh, redesign a face? Well, I mean, good for them for trying, but it seems like uh, it seems like uh, good money after bad. Like, I think we all kind of know, right? Well, we'll get into it when we talk about the trailer, but I think we all kind of know what's going to happen with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so throw in another like eight to ten million dollars at it to correct CG that's close to done or locked. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that seems like a really stupid idea. Yeah, I'm really worried. Like the precedents, pre- precedents, the precedents that this sets for other geeks in the future. Like if uh, the like if the internet gets really angry at something, what does that do to like the creative vision of the director? You know what I mean? Like if uh, I don't know if people didn't like Kylo Ren's helmet, would J.J. Abrams be like, oh shit, let's go back to the drawing board and redesign Kylo Ren's helmet? Well, they've done stuff like that in the past. Who even knows what Jar Jar's actual story arc was supposed to be in Star Wars because people hated him so much. He literally had three seconds of dialogue in Attack of the Clones and we never saw him again. Oh, that's true. That's true. There was a lot more to the story, supposedly. Who who knows? (laughs) He showed up dressed like Chancellor Valorum for three seconds and that was it. (laughs) But then again, you have to take... For Star Wars, you got to take some of what George Lucas said with a, a huge grain of salt. Because he also said that there was three other stories written before. Um, after he did four, five, and six, he's like, oh, yeah, episode one, two, and three is pretty much done. But then there's years later of him sitting down with a pen and pad writing episode one. <laughs> scribble, 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 scribble. <laughs> there's footage of that. So it's like, yeah, sure, George, whatever. Well, that was just for the documentary, though, right? It wasn't like, or whatever. It wasn't like somebody snuck into his house and recorded him sitting down writing. Yeah, I totally buy that. That That's really the way the script works. The way the script came out was him sitting down at his desk and writing it. 
Nah, we're not, we're not talking about Star Wars. Right? <laughs> right, right. We're talking about internet fans causing an uproar, making the creators change their mind. I don't know. I Can think we the, get the creators to not make uh, Rose Tico wear a potato sack in episode nine? <laughs> it's too late. The movie's already come out. <laughs> you know, it's not make, come out yet. They could change. They could go back and CG like a dress <laughs> on her or something. So, so we get the Last Jedi to special edition where there's like there's more clouds in Cloud City, and Rose Tico is suddenly in a uh, in a nice evening gown. There's windows everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> And Rose Tico in an evening gown. Aubrey, would you buy that? Um, hmm. <laughs> just say Rose Tico is fine the way she is, and we'll just leave it like that. Yeah, I didn't really like her story yeah. anyway. Would you would wear her story have been a little better for you if she wasn't wearing a potato sack for the whole movie? I think her story would have been better if they didn't force her into a romance with Finn. Aubrey, what size are you? Because I think I'm going to get you a potato sack for uh, Christmas. Probably be about a small or medium. <laughs> In a potato sack. There you go. <laughs> I will wear it every day. That's it. Remember, Aubrey, that's how we win. Yeah. <laughs> Not by wearing clothes we like, but by wearing potato sacks. Uh, all right. So anyway, with uh, with Sonic, uh, it, the budget is $90 million. Um, I don't know how much it's going to cost to redesign his face. Probably another, I don't know, God. What, what would you say, like another five mil, six mil? Well, it's crunch time, too, because they, they got to finish the rest of the movie. I'm sure the rest of the CG is not done. Now you're going to go back and redo the main character of the whole movie. So there's all of these people who are like, oh, thank God we're finally we, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. The movie's coming out in November. We're finally done. And the director shows up and like, all right, we got to we're redoing the face. Everybody get back to their desk. That sucks. sounds about right. So these people are going to be working overtime, spending all of this time and effort to redesign Sonic's face in a movie that. Uh, well, we'll talk about it when we, when we go through the trailer. Uh, I'm really interested to see what the final budget is for this movie. Right now, it's at 90 mil. We'll see if they can keep it under 100. Hopefully, they can make that money back. Um, and that's it. That's pretty much all I got for the news. Awesome. Well, we've definitely got some trailers to talk about. But first, we're going to take a quick break. And then we're going to come back and hit all those trailers hard. I'm Nick. And I'm Justin. And we can't believe it's already time for the 2019 live stream for The Cure. Thanks to our amazing peers, listeners, and supporters. Last year, we crushed our goal of $5,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. The Cancer Research Institute is funding research into immunotherapy to create a future immune to all forms of cancer. Every single cent we raise goes to them. And... They're also rated over 92% on CharityNavigator.org. This year, we're aiming our sights even higher with our most ambitious event to date. Join us May 17th through the 19th on Twitch.tv slash EpicFilmGuys for 40 hours of live content from us and other amazing shows who will join us to try to reach $7,500. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure for more information or to find out how you can be a part of the event. Together, we can make a difference. And we're back. Let's hit up these big trailers that came out this week and last week. What do we got, Marcellus? What is previewed for the movies? All right. So the first one I want to talk about is one that I am not even sure why this came up. But for some reason, Joey wanted to talk about it. Um, Critters Attack. Yes. 
Uh, so supposedly there is a movie that came out. I, I remember the name of it. There were, I remember a Critters being like a somewhat serious kind of a spinoff on Gremlins. Not spinoff, but uh, um, something in the same vein as Gremlins, but a little bit a little bit of a harder edge. And Critters 2, I think, was a lot more comedic, if I remember correctly. Uh, but those movies came out in the mid-80s, and I don't remember them at all. I think I kind of remember the first one being good. But for some reason, they're making another one, <laughs> Critters Attack, and it looks unbelievably bad to me. Um, <laughs> I saw the trailer, and I'm like, there's no way this is ever going to be in the theaters. Like, I can't believe... This is like someone actually put time and money into making this movie. And then I saw at the end of the trailer, like I'm looking for like the release date and it just says, look for it on DVD and video. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. All right. So, Joey, uh, this is it's coming out this summer, uh, coming out in July. Is this one of your most anticipated movies of the summer? Um, I got to be honest with you. It's pretty close after watching that trailer. (laughs) Yikes. It looks awful, but in a fantastic way. And I love that it has. Did you ever see the movie Hobgoblins that was on uh, Mystery Science Theater? No. Oh, well, it's a ripoff of Gremlins and Critters. (laughs) That's also horrendously bad. Um, But one of the conceits of the special effects is they're basically like they have like the Hobgoblin like plushies that they use to make the movie. And a lot of their attacks is someone off screen just throwing it. (laughs) And it looked like there's a lot of that in this movie, which is endearing to me. So, yep. I just hope it's takes itself seriously enough that it's not a flat out like comedy, but is, uh, you know, I don't mind tongue in cheek, but I think I don't want it to become Sharknado. Right. Right. I don't think I don't think there's a chance of that. I think this I don't think there's going to be a Critters Attacks 2. Or Critters Attacks 3. I think this is pretty well, much a one and done. Critters 6, then, if there's a sequel to this. Wait, this is the fifth one? Yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah, there was Critters, and then Critters 2, the main course. Yep, that's the one I Critters remember. Critters 3, You Are What They Eat. And then Critters 4, starring Angela Bassett. No. Yes. Oh, shit. Wait, so Critters 4 doesn't get like a set of a funny like uh, tagline? It's just nope. Critters 4. Yep. That's awful. Uh, Critters 3 was Leonardo DiCaprio's first movie ever. Holy shit. <laughs> All right, so basically There's what, also a television series coming out. Is this going to be spinning off from the movie, or is this like a totally yes, separate universe? Critters, a new binge. <laughs> oh, my God. Are we watching this, or is this going to be like on Crackle? Uh, I don't know what it's going to be on. Maybe like Shudder, or what are those weird horror streaming services? Mm. But yeah, I'm all in, and I'm going to make you guys watch this at some point. Awesome. I can't wait. To, I think you can uh, handle this, Aubrey. I feel like I've seen the first one. Really? <laughs> Aubrey hasn't seen Willow, but she's seen the entire Critters saga. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've seen it. There was some movie that my dad used to make me watch when I was younger. And it was all I can remember really from it was these people running through like a store, like down almost like a downtown with a whole bunch of stores. They were running through a store, and whatever was attacking them was in one of the stores. I can't remember what it was. So, Aubrey, what did you think of this trailer? Is this something that, uh, I mean, it, it, Joey said you might be able to handle it. Do you think you might be able to handle something as scary? I'm not going to want to spend money to go see it. But 
I might be able to handle it. It looks like a lot of like eating things, which is gross, but I won't faint like I would like I was going to with oh. Halloween because that could truly happen. Okay. Halloween could happen, people. It happens every year. No, I mean like the somebody Halloween. could go crazy and kill people <laughs> on Halloween. Right, right. It could be real life. Well, Aubrey, don't worry. I can guarantee you won't have to go to the theaters and spend any money on this movie because it, <laughs> it won't be in the theaters. Is it going to be straight to video? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Straight to home video. <laughs> straight to torrent websites. We <laughs> Yep. All right. So uh, let's let's go back to uh, one of the topics that we were going over before. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, like I said, they've been... This is the movie that they've been working on for a while. Uh, the trailer dropped last week, and through much of the internet, did not like Sonic's design. The trailer itself didn't really do anything for me. I remember having a Sega Genesis uh, back in the day, and I'm pretty sure I played. I got to a couple of levels of Sonic, but uh, it wasn't a character that endeared itself to me. Uh, Jim Carrey is showing up as Dr. Robotnik, and a lot of people thought that was cool. Uh, I thought Jim Carrey... Being like Maniac Jim Carrey, I thought was really cool. So, you know, I'll go see it if I have to, but the trailer itself did not really do anything for me. What did you guys think of the Sonic trailer? Uh, you know, let's go back to Aubrey because uh, she's the video game queen here. You can't fix shit. <laughs> <laughs> this concept was shit, and it wasn't going to be good from the beginning. We all knew that. Why would you even bother? You can't fix it. It's going to be trash. Did the movie, did the trailer itself look like it contained any of the fun from the video games? Like, was there something in the trailer where you're like, oh, that's nice to see, like, in a live action form? No. <laughs> I think everything from the video games, like, the they showed the rings. Yep. The, why? And then they teleported through the rings. That doesn't really happen in the games unless you get into Sonic and Knuckles. And even then, all you do is teleport, really, to, like, a ball arena where you collect all the balls. So I'm not quite sure what that's about. And I I mean, it shows Sonic moving in slow speed when Dr. Robotnik is shooting at him. He doesn't do that in video games. You just have to be really fucking good at what you're doing. Aubrey, this is probably going to be the one and only Sonic movie that we get in the Sonic Cinematic Universe. So they have to put all of it in there. All of it. Trash. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. All right, Joey, what about you, dude? What did you think of uh, the Sonic trailer? Um, it looks awful. Yeah. Did you notice what color his arms were? Were they fucking blue? Yeah. Sonic's arms are not freaking blue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this looks horrendously bad. So I'm like torn, like, especially after seeing the trailers for Detective Pikachu, which we haven't seen yet, but it certainly looks like more of a quality movie. Mm hmm. To then turn around and see this was the best they could do is just like awful. Uh, it looks like uh, Jim Carrey is is like might be good in this. Does that sound weird? No, no, he hasn't been doing movies or like goofy comedy movies in a while. This looks like a nice right. throwback to his like Ace Ventura days. Right. So it's like, wow, like if they could somehow convince Jim Carrey to do like crazy Ace Ventura type level shtick. Like, that might be fun. Um, as a connoisseur of terrible movies, of course, like, my interest is extremely peaked in how bad this looks. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I couldn't imagine, like, being legitimately excited for this. I don't know who would be <laughs> legitimate, legitimately excited for this. Like, 
Uh, it just looks terrible. It looks so bad. It looks like a like '90s movie, like something that would have came out in like 1994, and not just because it has Jim Carrey in it, but like, like it just has that kind of like aesthetic to it. Just like it's based on a popular property, but it doesn't really follow anything that has to do with it, other than like some very basic things, and it just looks like shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it reminds me of what we used to expect out of comic book movies. Right. I was thinking I was just thinking of like Steel, Shaquille O'Neal as Steel. It's Hammer Time. <laughs> well, you know, the, the trailer did kind of remind me of, you know, classic kid, uh, recent kid movies like um, Axel about the robotic dog Ugh. and uh, Monster Trucks about the <laughs> truck that had a monster in it. This looks like it belongs right on a shelf right next to those movies. Ugh. So the type of movies my son used to watch like five years ago, like just the worst shit. <laughs> now, um, now me not being a big Sonic fan, what'd you guys think of Jim Carrey's look as Robotnik? Like the big orange mustache thing at the end, Aubrey. I feel like he looked, I feel like he was the only part of the trailer that was good. Mm-hmm. And, um, they did a good job at, Making Robotnik live action in Jim Carrey. I mean, so Robotnik is like a big bulbous man on top of little tiny stuff. Well, not little tiny, like long, long skinny legs. So that looks ridiculous. And you can't really do a good job at making that person look live action. So I think that they did a really good job at uh, they did a good job at adapting that in Jim Carrey. And I'm not even mad at all about his look. I think that he's probably the best thing about that trailer. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we going to get a scene at the end where we run into Knuckles, like in a prison? That'd be awesome. <laughs> Played by Woody Harrison in a terrible wig. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, all right. Actually, that would probably be the funniest thing in the whole movie if that <laughs> So we are looking forward to uh, Sonic. It is coming out in November. Uh, shout out to Coolio for getting a little little change from the, uh, the Gangster's Paradise being played in the trailer. Jim. Oh my god, I couldn't believe that when that started playing. Like so <laughs> completely out of context. Right? <laughs> How could Coolio be mad about Weird Al making Amish Paradise, but be okay with Sonic the Hedgehog using the movie song? Hey man, private school ain't cheap. <laughs> Yes, correct. <laughs> all right. All right. So we're looking forward to that in November, kind of. All right. So then the next trailer is uh, Will Smith versus Will Smith in Gemini Man, uh, directed by the man who brought us Brokeback Mountain and Hulk Mountain, Ang nah. Lee. <laughs> Director Ang Lee is back with a sci-fi action adventure. Will Smith playing a assassin who is being hunted by a younger clone of himself. Uh, I have no idea what this movie is about, except for it gives Will Smith the chance to really put on that uh, those dramatic chops twice in the same movie, which is pretty cool. I don't know. I, Ang Lee hasn't really done anything for me recently, but, you know, I like Will Smith. I think it looks all right. What did you guys think of this trailer? Uh, let's start with you, Joey. Um, it looks okay. Some of the action looked kind of cool, but much like Sonic, <laughs> well, it certainly looks better than Sonic, but. Much yeah. like Sonic, it feels like a movie from like 15 years ago. Like this is something I would have expected to come out in like the year 2000 when Will Smith was like the most popular person on the planet. Um, and Ang Lee gives me much pause after the shittacular Hulk movie he made. 
So I'm really nervous about about a lot of things in this movie. But yeah, I mean, it looks cool enough. It looked like something I would watch randomly on like HBO or Netflix if it was there and I hadn't seen it. But there was nothing that made me say, oh, my God, I need to get to the movie theater immediately. He's kind of redeemed himself a little bit after uh, the Hulk or Hulk movie. You know, he did uh, Crouching Tiger. So that, that kind of counts, right? Yeah. Life of Pi, which, you know, mm. a, lot of, a lot of people loved it. A lot of people loved it. Millhouse likes Vaseline and toast, but, you know. <laughs> All right, Aubrey, what about you? I know how much you love Will Smith. How did you feel about seeing two Will Smiths going at each other? I thought this movie looked kind of lame, and I probably wouldn't go out of my way to see it unless it was on FX Saturdays. Fair enough. With any- Mark Ellis, you did you like really think this looked cool or what? Uh, it reminded me of Jet Li's The One. Remember uh, that movie? It's not going to be as cool as that. No, 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 no. Not, not in Cool Factor, but in a movie that should have came out like 12 years ago. Like, this should be on my shelf in the basement in like a paper clip case DVD. <laughs> it should have like a weird purple like banner across the top of the box that says widescreen. <laughs> <laughs> probably still wrapped up. It's probably still like unopened with like a... With like a couple of different price tags on it, where it's been marked down throughout the years. Dude, I still have Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer on DVD, and I've never opened it, and I've never watched it. <laughs> Wait, did you get like the regular one or like the special edition one? I think it was a special edition one, yeah. like w- the day it came out on uh, DVD. And mm-hmm. I still have never seen the movie, and I've never watched it or opened it. Oh, you should totally watch it. It's, it actually wasn't that bad. I, I saw it in the theaters, and I liked it. That's just me. I don't know. It's been a... Uh, 14 years now i don't think i can open it at this point it's a thing all right so let's see all right so then one of the other trailers was crawl uh c-r-a-w-l about a killer alligator in florida which you know it sounds like it should be right next to critters attacks on a shelf (laughs) except for this one is produced by sam raimi and directed by alexander aja uh, who did some pretty cool movies back in the day um and you know what? I'm not going to lie. This trailer looked pretty badass. There's a, there's a certain amount of cheesiness that comes with this kind of thought or this kind of a idea of a movie. But it looks like they actually poured some money into it. And they're really trying to put it at the... If there's any killer crocodile movies, this is going to be the top one. This is going to be the best one ever made. So, uh, yeah, I think the trailer looks pretty cool. What did you guys think of Craw? Uh, let's start with you, Aubrey. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> never want to live in florida that's there's a lot of reasons not to live in florida but uh big killer crocodiles probably not that's probably not gonna happen nah. but how do you think the movie i don't looks? like water like that. <laughs> not it's not my favorite i don't like deep water i don't like swimming in water i can't see the bottom of i don't like it mm-hmm. can we get you to go see this movie though that's the thing uh I would prefer not to. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to uh, put in some paperwork to HR mm-hmm. to um, to request that I do not have to see this craziness. Aubrey. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <sighs> no, no, I'm just kidding. We're not going to make you go see it. <sighs> oh, I appreciate that. Maybe. We'll see. We got time. It doesn't come out until uh, July, so we have some time. All right, Joey, you've been championing this trailer for weeks now. Is this something that you're psyched to go see? I wouldn't say I'm like super psyched to go see it. I'm uh, definitely interested from the names of the people working on it. Yep. 
Um, I wish, honestly, I wish I hadn't watched the trailer. It felt like it gave away a lot of stuff. Felt like it gave away a lot of jump scares and things in the movie that now I know what's going to happen because I've seen the trailer. Uh, probably. I think, I don't know. They, I think they did a good job of hiding what it was in the beginning of the trailer. Uh, and just giving you a taste of like other rooms that are that the action is going to take place in. But I think there's there's still going to be a lot more a lot more to it. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, it's mostly like if it was if this was a trailer I saw that uh, honestly almost even the exact same trailer, but without Sam Raimi and Aja attached to it, I probably wouldn't be interested at all. Yeah, but with those two names attached to it, then I'm like, okay, well, this could be something better than what they're showing or have some sort of twist or uh, not a twist, but an angle that makes it a lot more fun and interesting to watch. Mm -hmm. Now, Joey, did you ever see Piranha 3D from uh, 2010? Um, I know I did. I don't really remember much about it, but I know I saw it at one point. Okay. Yeah, that was his movie, too. Yeah. What other? Wait, he made. He did. uh, He did the Hills Have Eyes remake. Yeah. And he did um, High Tension, which is a badass French Uh movie. Oh yeah, that's the one that I really like the best that he did. So yeah, that that's movie, a good one. Yeah, that movie is really good. That has a that has a really cool ending too. Yeah, it's not for Aubrey, but no. Oh god, no. Oh god, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, that one's really good. So I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic. I don't know where it falls on the release schedule, so maybe we will or maybe we won't actually do it for the podcast. But hopefully we will. So we'll see. Especially because neither of the kids want to see it, so I don't have to like severely rearrange my life to go to see this movie i can literally get out of work <laughs> go home get colin on the bus for school and drive to the movie theater and watch it and then come home and go to bed <laughs> nice and those are my favorites <laughs> just me and maria menounos in the theater. <laughs> yeah man i took i had my newbie app already for uh, M- maria menounos last time and they, uh, they changed it there's like a new game now that they they have up there so Ooh. yeah maria's playing with my heart uh, you know, one thing I didn't realize about this movie about uh, Crawl was it stars uh, Kea Scaladario, who um, I didn't realize that was her. She was in one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, like one of the last ones. And she's fantastic. She was also, there's a TV show called Skins that came out like in, mm-hmm. in England like years ago. The kid that played Beast starred in it. Uh, Beast from the, the X-Men movies. Um, a couple of the kids from uh, Game of Thrones. Um Freaking Dev, uh, Dev Patel starred in it. It had a lot of like up and coming stars, and uh, she was one of them. She was really good on that show. So uh, now that she's doing this, now I'm I'm all in. I'm definitely gonna go see it. She is a star in the making. Okay, so then the last trailer is Spider Man Far From Home. Uh, that one dropped, and it came out on a day that they released the the spoiler ban for Avengers Endgame. So. One of those trailers that if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, if you saw the Spider-Man trailer, it ruins, or not ruins, but it it definitely spoils some stuff that happens in Endgame. Uh, You get a little bit more of Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio, a little bit more of uh, Favreau as Happy, and a little bit more of seeing Peter and MJ kind of head towards each other. Big special effects. uh, It gives, it's going to give Tom Holland some, uh, some depth, you know, it's going to give Peter Parker something to really go through. And I think it looks pretty cool. Uh, what did you guys think of the Spider-Man trailer? Let's start with you, Joey. Well, I thought it was awesome. Uh, I'm 100% all in. But, uh, you know, Sony makes these trailers and not Marvel. So that's the uh, that's the end of me watching Spider-Man trailers or commercials until it comes out. So. Right, right. I almost feel like I know too much at this point. 
Mm-hmm. And also my comic book knowledge works against me. And I'll maybe talk a little bit about that in a second. But, you know, because I don't think a lot of things are exactly what they seem in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You might be right. Um, Aubrey, what about you? What did you feel about? How do you feel about the Spider-Man trailer? I have mixed feelings um, because I don't really like I don't really like the the side characters that they've chosen. You mean like um, his his classmates? Yeah, you know, I don't really like that he has a best friend that knows he's Spider-Man and stuff. I don't really like that. And then MJ says in the trailer that he's Spider-Man, and I don't really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really like that they just call her MJ, but her name isn't Mary Jane. Uh, just, you know, the consistency between the comic books and the movies... I don't know. It's just small things bother me. I'm not outraged, but it it just annoys me. I do look forward to the movie. I think that they have great action scenes and good graphics and everything. So I do look forward to what they bring to the table. It's just not my favorite at the moment. All right. I am. I'm very happy for Sony because they have got to be feeling so good to have a Marvel movie right after Endgame. <laughs> the biggest movie of all time. Right now, the, the accountants at Sony are like, oh, thank God we, we cut that deal with Marvel. Because uh, this movie is going to make, even if it's not good, even if it's like, you know, just okay, it's still going to make a shit ton of money. Everyone's going to want to go see it. So uh, good for Sony. I noticed they didn't mention that Jake Gyllenhaal was Mysterio. Yeah, they gave they said his name, right? His uh, actual like character name. Right. And then Nick Fury says, like, there's multiverses and this guy's helping us. And even my son who has watched all the Marvel movies and he hasn't read comics for 40 plus years. Like we have, or I have, um, he's like, um, I thought he was a bad guy. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) So all these people are like losing their minds about there's a multiverse. And this means like a portal could open up and spider ham could jump out of it or, it's 99.9% plausible that Mysterio is lying about all of this. Yep. <laughs> and everything is fake. <laughs> Cause that's what he does. That's his powers. Well, I don't know. I didn't, re- I mean, I kind of thought maybe he was lying, but then why would they introduce the concept of a multiverse inside of the trailer? You know what I mean? Like maybe, maybe there's something to it. What if at the end of the movie, a portal opens up and, Woody Harrelson in a terrible <laughs> wig walks out of it. That's going to happen. That's going to happen, dude. That's totally going to. You said it now, and now it makes Woody perfect Harrelson sense. Woody Harrelson wig cinematic universe. <laughs> it's good. That makes perfect sense now. That this is what they've been waiting for, dude. You we're eventually going to get Tom Hardy and Tom Holland to fight each other in a movie. It's it's happening. It'd be the oh, best would day be of my okay life. About that? Yeah, as long as he takes his shirt off. <laughs> he's probably not even really wearing clothes because venom becomes his clothes right yes this <laughs> picture aubrey what? just sitting there rubbing your fingers together yes what if uh mj is just hanging out and then tom hardy walks into the scene and says take that dress off take that fucking dress off now <laughs> i'd be pretty sad oh yeah, that's right you don't like her <laughs> it hurt me a little bit uh i think it's going to be really cool one of the things that i love about 
Spider-Man 2 is the scene where Mary Jane does find out that Peter is Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man 2 so much. Um, and their relationship really, really informed my love for that movie. So, uh, yeah, if MJ finds out that he's Spider-Man in this movie, I'm totally fine with it. Too bad they showed you that in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right. So, um, it's also very freaky to hear Tom Holland with a British accent. Yo, there were so many people who were shocked when he started that he had an accent. Like, for some reason, a lot of people didn't do that. They really thought he was a kid from Queens. <laughs> it's not as bad as Rick from The Walking Dead, but it was pretty jarring. Yeah, Rick is, uh, that guy goes deep into character. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Hugh Laurie is pretty shocking. Oh, yeah. And David Tennant, too. You, you'd swear he was British. Nope, he's Scottish. Um, has he ever played a Scottish like main character before he played some Scottish characters in like animation. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be a shame not to use that accent. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's it. Yeah. That's it for the trailers, uh, for the big trailers. I don't think there was anything else. You guys remember anything else? That's it. Cool. Awesome. So obviously we're going to go see Spider-Man for the podcast. That's, that's not even a question. So, I mean, ask you guys if you're excited about seeing it because you're seeing it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I got I got money in my hand right now. Please take my money. That's right. Awesome. All right. So that's pretty much what we had to talk about this week. Let's get some recommendations and wrap it up. Aubrey, what do you got for the listeners out there? I wish I could tell everybody to watch something cool, do something entertaining, but I haven't done anything. It's finals week. I got nothing for you. I did watch The Glass Castle, though, which has Brie Larson in it. Ugh, you had me at Brie Larson. <laughs> um, it's a pretty good uh, movie. I read the book. The book is great. It's actually a true story, um, so that makes it more interesting. The The movie kind of tames down the book, uh, but still pretty out there. Woody Harrelson's in it. With a he bad does- wig on? No, surprisingly not. Well, <sighs> does he have a wig at one point? I can't tell. But he plays an alcoholic, so it's right up his alley. Yeah, but it's good. It's good. It's on Hulu for free. Oh, nice, excellent. All right. How about you, Mark Ellis? What do you got for the listeners this week? Um, I didn't really have a real recommendation this week. I just wanted to give a quick rest in peace to someone who was a a literal giant in the world of films. Uh, some of the biggest movies of all time. I'm talking about the one and only Peter Mayhew, who uh, played Chewbacca in episodes four five and six i believe he uh, even cameoed in episode three and uh was in episode seven sharing a role uh and he had one of my favorite exchanges uh of chewbacca when uh, the nurse is like taking care of him uh and she's like oh you must have been very brave and he just gives like oh yeah yeah i was you know in a in a wookie roar or in a wookie speak which i thought was awesome um i did see him i had a chance to meet him like one of my first comic book conventions I got a chance to meet him, and he's just the nicest guy in the world. Uh, when I was at Super Mega Fest one year, I was coming off of an elevator, and he was getting on the elevator, and I just froze because it was one of my, you know, childhood heroes, someone that I watched for years as a kid, and there he was right in front of me. It just it blew my mind. Um, sweet guy. Uh, he definitely loved playing Chewbacca. Definitely loved interacting with the fans, and uh, he will be missed. Rest in peace, Peter Mayhew. Awesome. Well, I will recommend that everyone goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, 
so much more. So wizardpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Podcoin, just about any pod catching application you use to catch your pods. We'll be there. Check out our YouTube channel, YouTube search. So wizard podcast. We're on there with weekly new content. Adam is uploading videos once or twice a week at this point. It's fantastic. All new stuff on there for you. We've got our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash. So wizard podcast. You can support the show monetarily, get yourself some extra content and exclusive episodes of the podcast. We've done reviews of Hellboy, Bohemian Rhapsody, only for our Patreons. Coming up this month is going to be our 20th anniversary retrospective of The Phantom Menace. So you send big doo-doo if you're not going to hear that by becoming a Patreon. <laughs> and I think that's all I've got to plug. Uh, let's see here. Uh, watch Game of Thrones before someone spoils it for you. Um, and get yourself to the movies and watch Detective Pikachu starring Ryan Reynolds and the nerdy kid from Jurassic World colon Fallen King because that's what we're going to be reviewing next week on the podcast. But that's going to do it for this week, episode 248 in a row. Of the I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts have been the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marky Markellis Reagan. Oh, there's a storm coming, Henny. Wakanda forever. I can feel it in me bones. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Good journey.